Radio Ronin Show is on the air. Ooh, can you hear it? Can you can you hear it in the background? The air conditioning. <laughs> I try oh. and filter it out like as much as I can, but it's it's cranking. It's gonna be blasting. Well, and I bet you <laughs> guys need it right now. Yeah, it's like 106. Yeah, yeah. I'm like right, right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of surprised to see Chandler in like a long sleeve shirt right now. Uh, um, it's because the air is running constantly. So I'm in the house and I'm freezing, but then I step outside and I melt. But the it's weird bad. thing is we have the house set. This is the weirdness of Vegas, Greg. Okay. Mm-hmm. You have the house, our house, like in Utah, you'd be dying. Okay. Yeah. We have our house set for 76 degrees inside. Yeah. <laughs> Which is hot. <laughs> yeah. It's super hot. But when it's 112 all the time. 76 feels really, really cold. Like, I have to put socks on. Like, I can't... Like, you wear flip-flops okay. inside the house. I can't yeah, yeah, do that because yeah. my feet get too cold. And that's why he's got a long sleeve shirt on. Yeah. Yeah, and your bodies are po- uh, probably more acclimated to the, uh, you know, that that heat there. So, oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's understandable if you're you're getting a little bit chilly at that temperature. Me, I, 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 I would be uh, naked in a bathtub full of ice. Oh yeah, no. I mean, that's like we're all polar bears in Utah, right? We mm-hmm. overheat. We're like we're like snow owls. Well, this this acclimated thing, it, this is real, man. Um, I used to make fun of people like me now, uh-huh. yeah. uh, but it really is a real thing. At seventy six degrees, it is very cold when you're in a hundred and twelve degree heat all the time. Like you walk out of a. We went to uh, we went to uh, dinner at the Forum Shops, and we walked into the parking tower, and this this it's like walking into an oven. You know, uh, yeah. like when you open up the oven and the and the cookies, like the wave of the cookies oh, yeah. hit you. That's what it's like, but it never goes away. I personally, I know this is people are going to think we're insane. Mm-hmm. I love it. I oh. actually love feeling that heat. I used to love it on vacation as a kid. I, I remember I would get out of my car, uh, like driving from Utah, getting out to get gas to St. George. And I'm like, it's 90 degrees. How do people live like this? This is so amazing to me. This is like, do, do they freak out? Do they get too hot? <laughs> right. You remember that? I used to, I used oh, to yeah. wonder about that. And now I know yeah. that you just get used to it. Well, and the well, fun thing is, so you you bought me some Han Solo dice that I hang in, in my car that yeah. hang from like the, the mirror. And they're just the nice. little gold dice from the from the Han Solo movie. And it's so hot, it melted the glue from the die. And so they both fell down and it's broken because it melted oh, no. the glue. That's how hot yeah. it is. That's how hot it is. Just gets. to give you an idea. And we're like, oh, it's fine. You know, we're completely used to it. I like it. No, I, I really do like it. So, yeah. so how's, how's things, Panda? How's things up north? Uh, it's it's starting to uh, to warm back up here. It's going to get into the 90s, like the mid to upper 90s over the next week. So it's, nice. it's starting to get that, you know, it's summertime technically right now. So we're, we're well, getting it is. into those summer temps. It is. Nice. Yeah, absolutely. We should. Uh, let's just get the show going here. Hey, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Ken Kroger. Woo! Thank you, man. Ken! Thank you. Uh, we love having you as our as our official voice of Radio Ronin. Thanks uh, to Ken Kruger. Welcome to your Thursday Radio Ronin show. I'm Chunga. Hey, thanks for being here, everybody. Uh, I'm joined by Way Cool Junior Chandler Smith. What's up? And I guess his shoulder is healed because he's back on the guitar now. Yeah, oh, it's about time. The, the butterscotch panda, Greg Pascal. Uh, I've that, missed that, it so much for the past like month. I mean, it's like no, literally it's, been a month that I haven't been able to pick it up and play it. And now, now I can. I'm happy. Uh, I can't tell you how therapeutic it is for me to be able to play guitar. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's always in my hands. Chandler's the same kind oh, of yeah. When you don't have a guitar in your hands, uh, I get a little itchy. Now, yeah, I actually get I mean? anxiety I get when I don't have it. Yeah. I have to have one with me all the time. It's weird. Uh, it's crazy how it helps you with your funk. Uh-huh. You know, oh, yeah. you bring the funk to get rid of it. <laughs> well, and yeah. it really op- unlocks this thing in your mind where you're just like, 
I'm creating music right now and it's beautiful. Yeah. You know, that yeah, kind of right? thing. And it's just for you. Yeah. It's yep. like a little gift to yourself, right? Kind of like quench it. Hey-oh. Hey-oh. Hey. Uh, show brought to you. Good segue, dude. <laughs> that was great. Thanks, thanks Panna. Uh, thank you, Jailer. The show is brought to you by Quench at 611 North, 400 East in Lehigh. Woo. Speaking of things that are a gift to yourself, right? Go down, get yourself a Quench it. Get a big one because it's going to get hot. Uh, mm-hmm. They've got like a billion, and like literally a billion different flavor com- combinations for you to choose from. Today. And they have the good ice. So they have good that, ice. That's, yeah. that's a key when it's that hot. They've got the good ice. It yeah. looks like deer poo. <laughs> yep. Not in terms of the coloration, but in terms of the, the size sh- and the shape. Yeah. It's great ice. I love it. In fact, you can buy it in bags down there. And, and Angela, uh, thank you for selling me a bag of ice. Yeah. Uh, I loved it. Uh, and by selling, she just gave it to me. Anyway, uh, go see the great kids down there at Quench at 611 North, 400 East in Lehigh. Oftentimes, they're in Radio Ronan Attire. Be sure to let them know you're a Ronan listener when you go down there. And... Uh, and as I understand it, the butterscotch panda, they've got they had a new crop of summer kids in there and oh, they didn't know what the butterscotch know. panda yeah. was. Yeah. And Help. Angela says that has been remedied. Oh, <laughs> so, OK. OK. Good. To yeah. Know. So so go get you a butterscotch panda while you're down there. Um, Okie dokie. Let's see. We've got we've got a big show. We've got all kinds of stuff to talk about. It's almost like a grab bag. Do we have more stuff to talk about than we did a couple of shows ago? Ooh, yes. You buy a little bit. Yeah, kind of. But but a lot of this stuff is still kind of like. Ugh. It's very you know random. What I'm yeah. Very random. Yeah. 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 Anyway, <laughs> before we do that, let's get to our. Uh, let's check into Patreon and see what's going on with the Patreon family. Of course, if you would like to join our Patreon family, we'd sure love you to do so. We have a bonus episode coming out next week. We're very excited about that. Yeah. It is Chunga's top ten alternative songs ever recorded. Oh man, Ooh. you've been yeah. really, really stressed about this one. I'll never do it again. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, this is I don't it. blame me, dude. Um, I'm, I'm glad you didn't ask me to do one because I would have just yeah. raised my middle finger and walked off. Well, do you remember we did like our favorite songs, our favorite mm-hmm. rock songs, our yeah. favorite, and we had you do it, and it was such a chore. And Greg will do his Halloween Greg's Guide mm-hmm. to New Music and his Christmas Greg's Guide to New Music. He works on those all year. I don't know if you yeah. guys know this, but he works on them all year long because it's really difficult. I've been working on this now for a couple of months. I've been doing research on it. Uh, <laughs> it, it is like, I, I don't know. I honestly, I this sucks so bad. <laughs> yeah. um, and people, And I know people are going to be mad at me but this is not these are not my favorite alternative songs of all time i'm approaching this as if i were still working at the end for example Uh Mm -hmm. if we were going to do like uh you know if we were going to go on the morning show we're going to do the uh the 107.5 the end greatest alternative songs ever recorded that's how i'm kind of approaching this okay so i mean you know we've got a couple of we've got a couple of end uh x like end expats uh, yes, yeah. I should say that, that that are around all the time. Greg mm-hmm. being one, Joey Snow from Bash Music being one, Rob Hill, our first promotion director. Uh, we've got a lot of guys that we're still in, in contact with that still are from the end. And I thought about reaching out to them, like Greg and Joey and Rob, reaching out to them to kind of run the list by them. But then I thought, no, it's just going to be a shit fight. <laughs> I, I'm not going to do that. Trust your guys. I'm just, I'm just going to have to own this because it's my list. And my yeah, list is going to yeah. be different than Rob's list. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm I way mean, different than Greg's list. Yeah. So yeah. Here's, a, here's my criteria, Panda. This is a criteria mm-hmm. I'm using. Uh, and, and I've talked with Chandler about this. I've uh, talked with Joey a little bit about this. And so I said, look, uh, it's going to be on uh, cultural impact. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, just impact on the uh, alternative culture, for example, and the impact on the mainstream culture. Okay. Yeah. Both. 
and it's going to be record sales longevity is the song still around mm -hmm. is it still okay. beloved by younger generations like chandler's yeah. age cool. or or current generations uh if it's a newer song so uh so that's what we're going to do it's coming out next week i'm never doing it again so this is going to be like <laughs> i don't i'm going to put man. it out and this is going to be the list okay yeah. and then okay. you're doing a spotify list if you want your top 20 instead yeah, of the I'm episode put the top, top 10 20, and they will both be patreon exclusive perfect so uh so go to patreon.com forward slash radio ronan you can get signed up there the bonus episodes are available in the ten dollar and up Yeesh. tiers yep. okay so we have we have tiers starting as low as five bucks uh we, if you're a five dollar radio ronan patreon campaign member uh thank you very very much that's basically your way of saying hey i support the show yeah we love yeah. you guys thank you thank I, you thank I, you. I, I you know i'll get a t-shirt out of it eventually yeah. but this is but but i don't really get anything else but i'm just saying i support the show and we're extremely grateful for oh, that yeah it's awesome so becoming a member of the of the radio rona and patreon fam yeah uh, super easy. All you do is go to patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Patreon.com forward slash Radio Ronan. Here's how Patreon works. Really what it is, is it functions just like a Facebook page. Uh, yeah, actually. Mm -hmm. But that's where the bonus videos, the bonus episodes, all of that stuff, it all goes to that social media page. So it's unlocked once you become a member. Uh -huh. And you can go in there and you can have all the episodes and you get everything there. They have an app it's, to make it super easy. Yeah, and you it's, do it it's right on your phone. Yeah. Super, super simple uh and uh and if you have any questions about it of course you can just hit us up all right so patreon.com forward slash radio ronan oh and by the way if you are a uh, a patreon uh investor and you haven't received your patreon t-shirt yet and you yes. live outside mm. of the state of utah or live, you know, far away from the the Wasatch Front. Yeah, if you're like further away than like Spanish Fork or like uh, exactly, Ogden. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, get in touch with me or uh, pretty much any of us and let us know. Uh, get us your address so that we can send your T-shirt to you. Yeah, Greg is going to be the one in Utah handling this mm -hmm. now. And, and uh, there are some of you who still have not received your shirts if you live in, like, Kentucky yeah. or yeah. Canada. Right. Uh, you know, Australia would be another one. That's outside of the Wasatch Front. Uh, just yep. by a little bit. So, uh, <laughs> we, again, we're, we're trying to get a handle on all of this. Um, we are finding out. We thought that these shirts had been sent. We are now discovering, now that Greg is handling this, they have not been sent. Some, well, <laughs> yeah. some of them have have not been sent so we're trying to get our head around all of this um we have some that are going out right now mm -hmm. and if you haven't just let greg know or yeah, one of us please. and we'll make sure that greg tackles this and gets it handled we'll so, get them out yeah. really quick to you guys yep and then for those who uh live within the wasatch front just know that i i've got some ideas for a t-shirt meetup that will happen in july so hey so another nice. t-shirt coming up Cool. Another t-shirt meetup is on the way. We, we do these uh, periodically and people can show up and grab their shirts. So mm -hmm. uh, we do have the next gen shirt, the new one <laughs> that is coming out. Uh, we'll be coming out in the next couple of months. We are designing it now. It's really cool. Uh, That's yes. all I'm going to say. I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah. Um, we, you know, we try to make each one more cool than the last and they are Patreon exclusives. You cannot get this at the Radio Ronin store. No. All right. So All right. we'll talk more about that coming up. But uh, do we have any uh, new upgrades or uh, new signups, Greg? Uh, yes, we do. So uh, starting off here, we've got a new investor coming in at $20 a month. So uh, becoming a producer of the show. Hey, Ellen. 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 Is it the Thank nice you. Ellen or the mean Ellen? <laughs> I, it's probably the nice one if it's a uh, a, a Patreon investor. 
I saw the picture. It's the nice Ellen. Oh, it's a nice Ellen. I'm going to give you a, I'll give you a spoiler. It's a spoiler. It's the nice Ellen. (laughs) She has a picture of her dog and her. So welcome Ellen. Round of applause. applause. Hey, Ellen, send us a message. Let us know your Facebook and stuff so we can follow you. Yeah, do it. We love that. That's what we like to do. And then we've got upgrading their investment from $25 per month to $2501. We've got did not attend the Garth Brooks concert. It's Pat and Alicia (laughs) Rhodes. (laughs) Oh, you were the ones. Yeah, you were the two in the state of Utah that did not attend. It's because they they didn't want me to be alone as being like the only one in Utah who wasn't at the show. Yeah, yeah. That's how nice uh, Pat and Alicia Rhodes are. (laughs) <laughs> I love those guys. They're great. Thank you, Pat yeah. and Alicia Rhodes. <laughs> that kills me. Yeah. You got <laughs> friends in low places. Hey-o. <laughs> right. Hey-o. So uh, do anybody else, Greg? All right. And then we've also got going from $25.52 to $25.54. We've got Brian Booth. Yes. It will be a spectacular wreck. Too bad Ooh. no one will be around to see it. Ooh. It'll be a spectacular wreck. Too bad no one will be around to see it. I don't I don't know that quote. I'm kind of sad that they changed that it quote. from the indie one. Yeah. Yeah, they they're done with the indie yeah, one. Yeah, okay. I admire the creativity. We'll have to look it up. Yeah, we'll have to Google yeah. that one. So was yeah. that was that Ben or was that Brian? That was Brian. That was Brian. Brian. Okay, very yeah. good. Thanks, dude. Well, thanks, man. Thank you very much for everything that you guys all do to uh to make this possible thank you for the support much appreciated again patreon.com forward slash radio ronin now listen we should just get to this first a lot of times lately we haven't gotten to this first uh, yeah mm. okay let's just, oh, is this let's what just I think it is i know oh, is why this, you're all here you're throwing one? the pen down yes i yes, threw the pen yes. down <laughs> it's time for a chunga update <laughs> so those you're, you're going through your day maybe you're sitting in your cubicle you maybe in your car maybe you're just kind of sitting back at night after the kids have gone to bed and you're listening to this right now and you're thinking to yourself i wonder what chunga is doing <laughs> <laughs> well now you don't have to wonder my friends i'm here to tell you yeah uh very excited about this very very excited about this there's uh there's a couple of things happening number one we saw ghostbusters afterlife Hey! Oh, hey! We're, t- we're timely. Just, just in the nick of time. You got around <laughs> to it. Uh, well, this is. Uh, I have not seen. I've not gone to the, to the movie theater uh-huh. since we moved to Vegas. Uh, I think pre-pandemic. It's been like three, yeah, three, four years, something like that. I think the last one we saw was nineteen eleven or whatever. Yeah, nineteen twelve. Nineteen twelve okay. or John Wick three. One of those. One two. of those two. That was yeah. like the last time I saw a movie wow. in, in the theater. Yeah. Um, it, maybe it's, uh, I just, I don't know. I, I just, it, but watching a movie around people now is just kind of not my thing. I don't yeah. know what it is. You're, we're spoiled with streaming. You know what I mean? Maybe I don't, that's, maybe that's I don't want to smell some dude's chili dog. Do you know what I mean? No. Yeah. It's like, ew. Wait, you're well, talking about actual food, right? Oh, no. <laughs> yes, yes. You're talking, yes, talking yes, about food. Very much talking about food. <laughs> Hell. Yeah. So, uh, I, I don't know. I just, uh, it, it's been streaming now for a while, but we've been super busy. And so I, it, yeah. there's been a ton of stuff going on. So we had a, a spare minute just last night. Uh-huh. And we said, oh, let's fire this up and let's just watch it. There's nothing going on. Mm-hmm. And I love. Can I just tell you, I loved it. Yeah, yeah, I did too. I loved it. I know this is like a news flash. People are like, "Yeah, duh, it's great." <laughs> we saw it like a year ago. No, I'm. I was very excited about it, and uh, and it was weird. Can I just tell you, it was, it was weird. Uh-huh. Um, I have a couple of observations, Greg, if I may. Okay. Yeah. Observation number one: 
Uh, Dan Aykroyd and the guys who wrote this, uh, Jason Reitman, Ivan Reitman, Dan Aykroyd, the guys who put this together, they have not lost their touch when it comes to putting together an 80s movie. Yeah. Because it was an 80s movie all the way. It really was. Uh, Right down to the camera angles, the editing, the music, um, the way it felt like a Ghostbusters movie all the way. Like the cheeky Mm -hmm. jokes that weren't like dad jokes. They weren't like Marvel-esque, but they they still worked for like the 80s. They they weren't better. No, they totally did. I thought it was great. And the other thing was, is how weird it is to watch a movie with a big story like this. That's The whole thing happens from beginning to end in two hours or a little less than two hours. It felt so quick Uh and so short. Right, you know what I mean. Is, is that oh, because yeah. of streaming nowadays? Do you think that's what it could be? I think it's. I think it's binge because of binging. Yeah, you you nodded your head, Greg. Is that is that what you felt too? Oh yeah, yeah. And I think part of it too is with the the way that it progresses, and you know, there's never really those moments during it where you're just kind of going like, I wonder how much longer this movie has left. No, because you're, that's how movies were back yeah. in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're, you're yeah. just enthralled without, you know, all throughout this movie and all the different, um, you know, like the B stories and everything throughout it. I'm just like, yeah, I'm, I'm fascinated by this movie. It's a lot of fun. Well, and did you notice because, and it goes back to what I was saying about how they, they haven't lost their touch with making an 80s film. Mm-hmm. Because the plot is so, the story, not the plot, the plot isn't simple. Mm-hmm. The story is simple. They're not trying to do what Marvel does, where you have to save the entire planet um, uh, around the world in multiple cities. In multiple and multiverses. Yeah. Yeah, 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 all dimensions. Yeah. No, 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 no. They're at Egon's house, and they've got a problem, and all hell breaks loose, just like it did in New York, and they fix it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. End, of this, end of the story. And I found myself going um, a couple of different times, like when the little girl learns the proton accelerator, the proton pack thing. Uh, I was like, wow, she picked all this up fast. Uh-huh. I was, I was yeah. snarky. I was snarky and I was like, oh, no, hold on a sec. This is how it would be in, a, in this is a movie. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's a, exactly. It's a it two-hour movie. Mm-hmm. They don't have to have her, they don't have to show her over and over again, like in Stranger Things or something like that, uh, figuring out every little nuance of the plot and the story. They don't have time. It's two hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and by the end of the movie, I loved it. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah. they did exactly what they should have done. It was amazing. I'm going to watch this over and over, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a highly rewatchable movie. Because I remember yeah. as soon as it released on uh, on uh, digital, I immediately uh, bought it because... Oh, you bought it? Oh, yeah. That's awesome. And the, the thing for me is like, I was I, I, in the world of like remakes and everything. Like, yeah. you like, can, can we watch it? Can we watch it? I was like, no, really? Ghostbusters? Like, yeah. how good could it actually be? And it was phenomenal. And and there wasn't like too much fan service. I saw a lot of reviews. Everyone's like, oh, there's too much fan service. No, there wasn't. It was it was great. So it's weird, you know, that, when that, is that a bad thing anyway? That pisses me off. Oh, yeah, right? Yeah. It's supposed to be about fan service. Like anybody who says that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm like, shut your tater hole, millennial. I don't <laughs> yeah. care. I don't, I don't want to know what that's what this that's what sequels are for the whole point well, yeah I, I saw little things in in Egon's office that were in his office in the first yeah. Ghostbusters yeah you well, know like I, that orange thing and all of the Easter eggs throughout it too because there's even a point where the, as the camera's panning in the basement you see molds funguses and spores yeah which yes if you watch the uh, the original, he talks about collecting those things. Yep. Yeah. And I caught it immediately. And mm. uh, anyway, I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. And yeah. I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that I finally got to see it. <laughs> yeah, right. You know what I mean? Even though everybody sees I'm going to be talking about Top Gun in like a year. 
<laughs> like December. Yes. Like, this is phenomenal. I saw Top Gun. <laughs> Go Maverick. Go get those Ruskies. So, yeah. Uh, and, and here's my other thing. And this is, you're going to be excited about this, Panda. Okay. Uh, we bought a 12-foot uh, pumpkin-headed monster from Home Depot. <laughs> Oh, not, they have they already uh, started with their Halloween stuff? Yes. Yeah, dude. Wow. They have. They started last week. You can you can start buying your Halloween stuff at Home Depot. Uh, we bought this thing. I don't know what it is. It's like this big kind of scarecrow looking, Groot looking kind of thing. Pumpkin uh, thing. Yeah. I love that we're talking about like Halloween stuff and our lights like flickering. I know. It's never flickered ever in well, this room. Yeah, yeah. And now it's flickering every time we mention ghosts in Halloween. Yeah. It's kind of weird. That's weird. Well, and you, you guys should just call it the the Great Pumpkin. The Great. Hey, the Great Pumpkin. But he's not friendly. He's not like a Charlie Brown Great. No. He's he's angry. And well, uh, some some new people just moved in across the street, and I know it's going to freak them out. Yeah. I don't know if they're there. I don't think they're from this country. No, they don't so speak they're, English. They're gonna be like, I think they they might be from L.A. I think so. I think they're from a different country. Yeah. Well, and and maybe the Great Pumpkin is actually a little bit more like Krampus, where it's kind of the opposite of. You know, like uh, like a good Halloween spirit, because let's not forget in mm -hmm. the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown, that bastard didn't show up to that pumpkin patch. And it was the most sincere pumpkin patch out there. Yes, it was. <laughs> yes, it was. And Greg is still mad about it. And you should be. I am, man. Dying. I'm just telling you, not not Scary Farm. They have the pumpkin patch. They actually nice. they do. And not Scary Farm. Yeah. Charlie Brown. Yeah. So uh, so here's the thing. It's 12 feet high. Uh, my, I don't even know. If my house is twelve feet high. Oh, it, yeah. it is. It's 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 plenty high. But I just I don't know where to put it. Mm. Just, just right on the front. Oh, the, I, just the front a, I was gonna say front lawn, but it'd be just front rocks because that's all we yeah, have. Our front zero scape. Yeah. Uh, area. Just, a patch of land. <laughs> I don't know. Out in the desert. That's what we'll, we'll do. Make, anyway. make sure you anchor it down pretty good though with the wind that you guys get out there. With the boobs. No, yeah, that's yeah. because uh, Armando and Leslie they're gonna have the the twelve foot pumpkin. <laughs> Thing. Yeah. I don't even know what to call. It. Listen, go everybody. If you if you're wanting to get a head start on Halloween, all that stuff's available now. It's all online. Anyway, so yeah. I I don't know if that was the right thing to buy because it is massive. Twelve feet, twelve feet high. It was an impulse buy. Uh, That's okay. Do you think? Yeah. It was very much an impulse buy, and now I've got to go to like Army Navy and get like some industrial sized tent pegs to kind of weigh that thing down. Yeah. And some sandbags. It's gonna be fun. Uh, so uh, so that's so that's my update. Uh, except for one last thing: first day of summer. Hey! Yay. As of this recording, today, Woo. it's Tuesday we're recording this. It's the uh, Tuesday night, officially the first day of summer. Longest day of the year. Oh, is it really? Yeah, it starts getting shorter. So by oh. by by Thursday, when the show actually airs, I think we're going to be like two minutes shorter. No, a minute shorter. Every day? Every oh, day. Wow. Well, no, it's like 30 seconds a day. Okay. Is what I think happens. Panda, how, how are you feeling with this? Because I'm all the way ready for fall. Do you know what I mean? Like last year, I was like, no, but now I'm like, uh, bring it on. You know what I mean? I'm ready for some ghost adventures. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and some I, spook alleys. Uh -huh. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm kind of ready for all the, the, the spooky stuff. And I'm also kind of ready. Like I know we haven't really truly hit like summer full on yet. Yes. But I'm like, I'm all ready for the, the fall, the cool, crisp fall weather. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So and that's funny because uh, if you would have uh, talked to Ray two weeks ago, he's pissed because it was cold. Yeah, exactly. But, but <laughs> with Halloween, it changes it, right? With fall, yeah. it changes everything. Yeah, fall's awesome. No, I'm I'm uh, well, I'm very much there with in you. In the and fall, it, you're you're more prepared for it too. You get you got your hoodies out. You know, you oh, got yeah. your yeah. So it's it's you're more prepared no, I hear for you. it. 
<laughs> um, so this is uh, so this is uh, an exciting thing. Uh, we're buying stuff for the little Halloween village. Shannon loves to make this Halloween village. It's because Chandler was fascinated with these things when he was a little kid. I, I pretty much forced mm-hmm. her to. I'm like, the, you the, have the to department do this. 56 thing. Yeah, it's fun for Chandler because Chandler's this CrossFit guy and he's a former uh, hockey goalie <laughs> who was almost going to go pro. Uh-huh. He's a manly man, right? But he loves these little Department 56 villages, oh. and so he's begged Shannon to do one of these for years. And so she just found a haunted mansion. Oh, from nice. Disneyland, a haunted mansion from Department 56 that is spot That's on, so cool. identical. We're 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 so excited. It's darling. <laughs> I love that, darling. I love that you walked down like one morning. I think it was like seven in the morning. You're like, what are you doing? I'm like, just staring at the haunted mansion. He's just staring at the haunted mansion. That's what he, I he do? Lit it up. Just a nerd. Just sitting there with his bagel. I'm so, weird. <laughs> um. Anyway, so uh, we're we're very excited uh, about the first day of summer, except for the problems in Utah. There's like what, like seventy eight fires last time I checked. Oh yeah, man, it's it's just pretty much fires like everywhere because everything's so dry. Is super drought. It's mega drought, I think, is what mm. they're calling it, right? Super oh, drought. So how many fires are I Last checked, I thought there were seven. The last time I checked, seven different fires burning. I, I, I quit Utah. counting because I like I was counting them on my hands, and I'm like, no, no, I'm past that point. I can't <laughs> I know count they, anymore. They had I-80 closed in Tooele for a while. They had a, a fire down in There's southern Utah. Bluffdale, I think. Um, um, I got Lord and Lady Snarfingham. You're going to have to let me know what's, what's happening with the fire down there. There's like fires everywhere. There's no fires in Nevada. In, in Vegas, we don't have fires unless they're in a hotel. Yeah. Because there's nothing to burn. <laughs> exactly. It's just dirt. Yeah. There's so nothing. there's nothing to burn down here. Um, <laughs> so the fire thing is kind of spooky, but we're seeing the smoke here. We're getting the smoke. Mm-hmm. It's making yeah. me cough from the fires in Utah. Well, I so hope bad. I hope everyone's okay. What we do have, though, we have a real problem with Lake Mead. Uh, sadly, people drowned. A couple of people drowned over the weekend. Yeah. No, one person drowned, but three people in a boat sank. Yeah. And oh. Lake Mead. one person died. The other two were able to make it back. Yeah. Which is, which is weird because Lake Mead is like a puddle now. Well, it's like, I'm sorry, but like, what, what, why, why are people going out? You know what I mean? It's like, I'm a little, I'm a little perplexed and, and maybe boaters can help me with this because Lake Powell uh-huh. is having a similar problem. A lot of the lakes in our region, in Utah, in California, in Arizona, it, it, it's weird living in Vegas because we have Southern Utah a couple of hours north, like two hours north. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're 30 miles from the California border. And we're about an hour away from the Arizona border. So we're, we're, we're cornered by all these different places. And we're getting all these stories from all of these different states about these boaters that are having all these different problems. Well, with Lake Mead, they, they normally have like six different access points to get into to get your boat into the water. They only have one now. Oh my gosh. The lake is at 24% of what it normally is. Whoa. It's not down 24%. The lake it's, is a quarter of the size that it used to be. Oh, my yeah, gosh. That's wow. I don't know if people know that the lake is only a quarter as big as it was once upon a time. Well, and it, it's so bad that the tunnels because in Vegas, I don't know if a lot of people know this. All, all of our water in Vegas comes from Lake Mead. The water we drink, the water all that comes it. from the shower, everything comes from Lake Mead. Yep. And the tunnels that pump that into Vegas are completely exposed. There's no water going into it. You can't, you can't pump the, they, they're not trying to figure out how to pump the, the water to the tunnels. Yeah. Hmm. It's that bad. And people are out going boating. And I'm like, wait, what? And it's weird to me. And this is where I'm asking if boaters can help me out here a sec because you've got people, they can only get into, the, into Lake Mead on one ramp. And people are waiting like eight hours yeah, to get their boat onto the water so that they can boat for just a couple of hours. And I'm kind of lost as to what the attraction is here. Like, yeah. why are you going to Lake Mead to boat? Yeah. There's no water. 
Uh, there's bodies. Uh-huh. Mob bodies, um, yeah. There's, there's all kinds of stuff, and you have to wait eight hours. Like, why would you go? Uh, I'm just, and is this is this kind of is the same thing happening in Lake Powell? I know that um, the place where I got certified in scuba diving, which was Waweep, mm-hmm. is a fraction of the size that it was. In fact, I dove to a houseboat uh, way back in the day that is now exposed. Oh wow! And that houseboat was like way like 130 feet deep. This was an advanced <laughs> scuba diving thing, yeah. and it was a night dive. You had to go at night and use a flashlight and the whole thing. Uh-huh. And that boat is now above ground. Holy! That's cow. how low Lake Powell is. So it's like, why? Why are you going? Yeah, I, I don't like, understand. Yeah. I don't understand. Is it still beautiful? Can you still see it, or is it like you're just kind of uh, you're kind of like the guys that go watch football at Lambeau? <laughs> where you're just going to sit there and just be miserable, but you don't care because that's what you do. It's just, it's just yeah. out of habit. I'm wondering if that's what it is. Yeah. Well, no, send us messages if you're a boater. Yeah, and it might even be a thing, too, where they, they've spent all that money on a boat. So they're like, so by damn. I got to yeah. use it. Yeah. Well, I, mean, there's a, I mean, there's some logic there. I kind of understand yeah. that. But between the fires and the mega drought, it's, it's just, hey, come to Vegas. Or, you know what you could do? Um, you could go to uh, You could go to Montana. Oh, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you heard this story. This is actually a very cool story. We have a longtime friend, longtime friend of the show, longtime personal friend who <laughs> lives in Montana and he lives just outside. He's on the uh, uh, Montana Wyoming border up north in northern Yellowstone. So mm-hmm. he's very oh, close to northern Yellowstone. Okay. His name's John Mayer. Oh, John, <laughs> and John is. Yeah, you remember John. Yeah. You met John, haven't you? A couple you, of times. You guys know this. I'm I'm totally gayer for mayor, like yeah. full blown. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. you two talk about like all these stories, like oh yeah, he's just a normal friend. I'm like, how is that possible? Like, how have I missed this? It's like through all my years. You know it what it sucks, is? Sucks, man. I'll I'll tell you what it is. Um, and Panda, jump in here at any point. Radio, oh, yeah. it opens a lot of doors that would normally never be open. To. Yeah. And you're not doing anything special. Mm-hmm. You're just working in radio, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally think that's very special. But mm-hmm. it's not like you're out writing songs like these artists are. But what what it does is it makes you part of the machine. And yeah, very much you're so. Very yeah. much uh, artists very much rely on the radio people, mm-hmm. and um, and the radio people very much rely on the artists. It's kind of like the Jedi and the Midi Calorians. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, you're going there. <laughs> so. <laughs> You know, it's uh, there's a line in Anchorman. There's a line in Anchorman where they talk about how people rarely understand that they're making history when they're actually making it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, Kurt and Dave and Chris in in Nirvana, they were just three dudes that didn't have any money. You yeah. Know, when I met them, uh, going to getting uh, food poisoning with the offspring at Eat a Burger <laughs> from the Spicy Fries, and all of us having diarrhea in the stalls at the venue. <laughs> Uh, that was like a normal thing. That's so weird. You know what I mean? It wasn't that weird. Well, John Mayer was just a young kid trying to make it, and he mm. would call the show all the time. He It was about uh, once or twice a month, he would just play an acoustic set oh my on gosh. the show. And so when he'd come to town, we'd hang out, we'd eat, we'd do whatever. We 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 got to be friends. You guys right? are so lucky. You have no idea. But that happens. Yeah. That happens when you're working in radio, right? I mean, Greg got very close with a couple of different people oh, while yeah. he was working in radio. I filmed Thurl Bailey in a hot tub. I don't know if that's on the same <laughs> level, but hey, there we go. No. <laughs> So good. No, it's like no, he's man. doing like private acoustic sets for you guys. Well, here's That's why here's, here's why we're talking about John because he's um, he loves Utah. He would love coming through Utah. Uh-huh. Would love hanging out here. And uh, as is the case with with all artists, you have this creative ebb and flow. Right. Right. And after he had these mega hit albums, he was kind of redefining himself and he just wanted to move out into the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Utah was not remote enough. 
So he bought a big ranch, a lot of property, a whole bunch of uh, different uh, farm buildings and things like that. He bought it up in Montana. Yeah. And that's where he lives. He lives in Montana. And he's up there all the time, unless he's touring. That's that's his home. Yeah, he has a place in L.A. too, but like 90% of the time he spends right. out in, in Montana, which exactly. is cool. Yeah. Um, he lives in a town in Montana. It's, it's not in the town. He's got his own property on the outskirts, like outside of this town, but it's called Livingston. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. And he's always kept that secret. He hasn't really let that out. I just live in a rural area in Montana. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Livingston is greatly affected by the economy from Yellowstone. So he put out a he put out some social media posts today that basically just said, hey, look, everybody in this town relies on tourism to Yellowstone to survive. Mm -hmm. And now Yellowstone is closed. Southern the Southern Loop. Remember Castle talking about this? The Southern Loop is going to be open next week. The Northern Loop is going to be closed for a while. Okay, it was greatly damaged by flood. So he said, hey, look, if you've got a, uh, a plan to come to Yellowstone and you've either canceled it or are thinking about it, please reconsider. Mm. Rather than going to the northern area of Yellowstone, just come hang out in Livingston for a while. Oh, that's cool. Come up to Montana, see some stuff. It's a wonderful town. I'm going to be up here, and I'm just going to be going around to local bars playing sets for people. That's (laughs) awesome. So John is trying to get everybody. He's basically trying to save the town. On his own. By himself, single-handedly saying, hey, look, I'm going to be here guitar in hand playing shows in little bars you can come in and listen for free i'm playing for free nobody's paying me to be here i'm just here trying to support my town and my community what a cool guy absolute badass yeah pure class right there yeah very very cool thing so uh the reason i'm putting this out there is because if you're a john mayer fan or if you're just a fan of finding a honky-tonk somewhere or just a little dive bar Mm -hmm. in a small town to just go hang out and uh, get to take some pictures, see some wildlife, head to Livingston, Montana, and uh, go see John Mayer at one of these clubs. We reached out to John. We tried to get him. We just we he just did the post. We were like, hey, maybe we can get him for the show. Mm-hmm. No response yet, obviously. Um, but uh, if if he gets back to us, we'll get him on the show to talk about. <laughs> How so, awesome! It's like hi, yeah. hi, John. Hi. So you never know. He he might do it. So um, everybody, check out Livingston, Montana. If you're thinking about a summer trip. Yeah. And you don't know where to go or your your plans for Yellowstone have changed. I think we need to go. Just spreading the word. Can we go to Montana? Just, just passing. I thought it was very good. You want to go to Montana? Yeah. No, you don't. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> no, no, no. It's 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 a wonderful place. Uh, Montana is a wonderful place. Well, yeah. And, uh, and I have been to Livingston and it's very cool. It's just nice. kind of it's kind of like Jackson Hole. Oh, okay, cool. But yeah, that's yeah. Jackson Hole. And if cool. you're a nature lover, uh, Montana is definitely a great place to uh, to go for nature. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know what they call it, Greg? Big Sky Country. Yep. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, they call true. it the Big Sky Country. Yeah, Chandler's like, no why? Shit. <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> it's like I think it's on their license plate. Oh, is it really? I, I think it's just because there's just there's nothing out there. Oh, just okay. mountains and sky. Oh, all right. So uh, anyway, I thought that was a really cool story. Go to his social media page. He's got a post out there. He's got a picture of a river, and he's got this big long post about how devastating the floods were up in mm-hmm. that area. And he's basically he's saying, you guys don't know how bad it is. 
Oh, wow. Okay. It's really, really bad up here. And it's absolutely devastated the economy because there's no tourism now. So it's just a few short days. It's not like people are getting rich up there, right? Mm -hmm. They're just trying to survive. And they have to make all their money in the summer because the winter, it's way too snowy up there. It's just clear up by Canada, right? So uh, it's way too cold. It's way too snowy. You've got snowmobilers, but that's a fraction of what you would get during the summer. Oh, geez. So John's up there like, hey, come on up here and I'll play a show for you for free. (laughs) That's so cool. Which is very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, listen, we've got we've got a lot of stuff to go over here. We got a lot of stuff to talk about on this show, so we should get started. <laughs> yeah. Uh, before we do it, though, we want to say thank you to our producers, our our fantastic Radio Ronin Patreon producers, Woo-hoo! official producers, yeah. all of the show, might I add. These people, uh, they can put this on uh, their resume, and many do. You can put it on your LinkedIn, and many do. Uh, and you can use this as a job reference. In fact, I was one today. Hey, oh, nice. 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 Yeah, very cool stuff. So, want to say uh, say thank you to our fantastic Radio Rona producers. All right, kicking it off here, AccentDoors.co. Don't let the big box stores charge you more for what's in style. Come see us and let us save you money. Hey, hey nice, nice. Oh, they're fantastic. Dude, I just repeated what Chandler said. <laughs> That's all right. Like, <laughs> like, what? What just happened? Just throwing the like, hand hey, hey, nice. <laughs> it's so nice. You said it twice. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, all right. Anyway, Accentors.co. Uh, thank you very much. Everybody's 20 bucks a month, till I say otherwise. Did I say that? I don't know. <laughs> Angel. Hi, Angel. Angel. Thank you very much. Uh, Ash, what did you have for breakfast? Two eggs and a side of dumbass Jenkins. So I've, I've Googled this one. <laughs> you found like this. 40 to no, I can't find it. Ash, Ash, let us know. Send me a message, dude. Yeah. Come on, dude. I, I don't know if that's. Is it lyrics? I have Maybe no it's clue. Lyrics. Yeah. Google doesn't know. What did you have for breakfast? Two eggs and a side of dumbass? It's a great, it's a, it sounds like a Fairly Brothers movie quote. Like from me, myself, and Irene or Dumb and Dumber or something. Or something like we would say, honestly. Maybe we did. Yeah. <laughs> Ash, let us know. Uh, Brett, in North Carolina, Bash was epic last Saturday. Hey, Thank you. Hey, there we go. Thank you, Brett, in North Carolina. Think about this. North Carolina, three hours ahead of us. So again. we start at nine o'clock. It's midnight when it starts. <laughs> no, it's eleven o'clock uh, at night when it le- starts. Yes, because we start at eight all right. time. Uh, thank you, Brett. That's uh, much appreciated. It's man. a fun and night. Yeah. Thanks for being a Patreon investor, uh, Brian and Angela Bass. <laughs> They're going to be so Bri- mad at Bri- you, Brian and Angela Bass. <laughs> <laughs> But they got the base. Base. Uh, Castle from castlephotoart.com. We only go to Gavin. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> it could get you every time. Well, it's it's not conjugated the best. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. Uh, okay. We only go to Gavin Holmgren's white feet fans only page for the articles. Oh, not not for the uh, the, yeah. the visuals. I uh, see. Castle, hmm. you got to change that too. I, it screws me up every time. Uh, Chaz Hill, Chaz Hip. Thank you, Chazes. I appreciate both of you, Chazes, equally the same. I love you both. Uh, Ellen, the nice one. Hey, Ellen. Not mean, Ellen. Uh, Gavin Holmgren and his and his pasty white racist feet. <laughs> <laughs> I, as I understand it, his feet are on some sort of uh, domestic watch list. Oh, oh my yeah, God. Uh, I want the last check I write to bounce. Yeah. That's uh, Saul yeah. from, um, from uh, Ocean's 12. Mm. Actually, Jared Holmgren. Jared, thank you, man. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Baird of Jeff uh, or Jeff Baird of JollyHolidayShows.com. He's a projection map guy. And yeah. I think you can do it to your house. So go check it out. JollyHolidayShows.com. Yeah. Houses, buses, restaurants, everything. You can do it. It's and cool. does an really. absolute fantastic job. Yeah. It's uh, it's awesome to see. That's uh, way cool. And I bet he's getting ready. Jeff, let us know if you started your plans yet, dude. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jennifer Stoddard. 
Beautiful photographer, Jennifer Stoddard. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Kilkowski. Thank you, Jennifer Kilkowski. I never screw your name up, ever, even though I probably should, because there's a lot of letters in it. <laughs> I never do it. Uh, Jeremy Big Sexy Adams. That's with three X's, by the way. Jeremy Big Sexy Adams. Thank you. Jordan Miller. Thanks, man. Woo-woo. Uh, Justin and Courtney Bolander. We've got uh, we've got Justin and Courtney both in one thing there, and that's and you can do that, by the way. Oh yeah, totally. People, if you want to be a producer, you and your you and the misses, or you and and this, you know, whoever. Yeah. You can totally do that. Uh, Carl Parkinson. Uh, his wife also a member, not listed here, but she's a very. Damn it! <laughs> she has been like the uh, she to 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 Shannon. Carl Parkinson's wife is like uh, is like a Kardashian. Oh my gosh! Yeah, as far okay. as like influencing her style. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, Christine Davidson, twenty dollars a month. Thank you, lady, lady, lady. <laughs> Terry A. Finley. Oh, uh, way way less sad. Way less sad. What is that? Way, way less, less sad? sad. I don't know what that means. Way less sad. I wonder if that's an AJR song. I wouldn't know. Yeah, I don't know. Actually, Marcos Lopez from the Life Tech and Sundry podcast and on YouTube. Thank you very much, Mister Chill. Twenty dollars a month. Max Power. He's slowing down on the sneezes. Four hundred and thirty-six sneezes. Hey. Yeah, so I, he's doing all right, especially with the allergies and how dry it is. He's doing pretty good. Oh, Here you yeah. go. That's not bad. I, I think where he's slowing down, mine are picking up. Yeah. Oh, really? The oh, wind. Yeah. You yeah, getting... I've sneezed a lot today. <laughs> uh, I have sneezed twice today, once right before the show, and I thought, I should really keep track of these. Yeah, we, we should. And then I went, nah. I'll never catch it. Uh, Mrs. Robinson and 50 family members heading to Disneyland to celebrate our parents' 50th anniversary. Magical chaos will be happening. Hey! Yes, it will. Congratulations. That's awesome. Yeah, we've got some Disney drama that we're going to be talking about later in the show. Ooh. Ooh. We have Disney stuff to talk about. Uh, Nameless Henchman, by the way, thank you very much. No more Mr. Passive Resistance. He's out to kick some butt. Thank you. <laughs> Sandra Johnson, thank you very much. Shauna Elman out there in Palm Springs. Thank you, my dear. Uh, Snooty and Slackjaws Restaurant Review. It's a fantastic show here on the Radio Rona Network. Thank you, friends. Uh, the Good Reverend. Oh, the Good Reverend. I thought it was like a bunch of people. Like he was saying, the Good <laughs> Reverend Nathan Davis. Uh, oh, no. Okay, yeah. It's the Good Reverend N. N. Nathan Davis. <laughs> Not clergy. He just calls himself a reverend. That gets me every like, time. It's just, you just want to give yourself a rank. Just like a cool title. Yeah, no, I'm just a, the reverend and Nathan Davis. <laughs> I hope you're a good, dude. The Matt Cave Podcast, where you will hear the only jazz fan that doesn't think the sky is falling <laughs> and a confused Real Salt Lake fan. There you go. Thank there you, man. Uh, Unified Fire Department, the one and only Tito Delgado. Tito Delgado. Is his real name Tito? No, it's not, but that's his nickname. Everybody calls him Tito. <laughs> He's just a badass. Uh, I guy. wish people would call me Tito. It sounds D- fun. Tito. <laughs> yep. Uh, Tracy Wilson. Thank you very much, Tracy Wilson. I need some Vegas weather. Tanya Bud. Yes, you do. It's dry and it's hot. Hasn't rained since December. Hasn't rained since December, but monsoon seasons are starting. So uh, they're, they're every news, every weather report, it's, where are we going to get rain? It's a big deal down here. Because <laughs> there's nothing else going on. Yeah, yeah. Patrick S., <laughs> thank you. 2001. By the way, Tanya Budge is at 2001. So our super producers now. Nancy nice. Tanner, 2006. Thank you, Nancy. Uh, George G. Geef, 2020 a month. Thank you very much, Goofy. Uh, best-selling author, Joanna Reeder. Not Goofy, but a hell of a lot of fun. <laughs> Uh, twenty twenty one a month, Joanna Reader. Thank you very much. Blissful Shores, Ren and Cambria. Uh, a lot of fun and blissful. Hey, there you go. At the same time, yeah. twenty twenty one. Former opera singer Annie with Sam and Lincoln. Twenty twenty one a month. I saw the opera pictures. They're so cool. She looks like something right out of the Ten Commandments or Cleopatra. Uh, you know the costumes were unreal. True. Yeah, yeah, the costumes were unreal. Thank you, Annie, for sending those over. Cheddar, Tater Tot, and Norbert. 
Thank you very much. Stacy. Uh, yeah, Stacy Schreiber. Out in Kentucky. That's Stacy Schreiber in Kentucky. Yeah. At uh, 2022 per month. Griffin D. Holmgren. Ha. <laughs> I didn't. You just leave, you can't leave it there. No, that's two shows in a row that you've left it there. Uh, Holmgren tamales and my Lynn Wilsons to tamales. <laughs> there you go. Uh, twenty twenty two. Please, please don't make the super suit green or animated. That's Matt Roylance, creative router and design. It's a Deadpool uh, comment there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Quote. Uh, twenty twenty two a month. Super Susie Sunshine. And uh, she's also a 2022. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And she she really is. Like, every time I see her on social media, I'm like, damn, she's happy. You're just like, aw. Yeah. Makes everybody around her happy. Thank you, Susie. Uh, Daniel Dean, 2025 a month. Nicole, sitting in the sin bin hail at 2029 a month. Tommy Tom Tom. That's Tom Jessup, the playwright. Yeah. Thank you very much at $21 a month. Travis Gufferson. <laughs> 20 to 2120. Travis Christopher uh, Let's see 80s hair bands And sickies in September You want to get rocked Hell yes Yeah That's Andrea Hell Dare. yeah Andrea Dare 2022 a month They're coming to the show Oh yeah And they're going to sickies And it's going to be a great time I'm so excited Nothing Nothing but a good time Hey uh, Let's see Seeing on the small screen podcast With Becky and her husband Captain What's his name Hey nice It's Becky Star yeah. I'm guessing he's Captain Star uh, At 22, 23 a month Bill Mandalorian A Jedi Knight I'm out of it for oh I see I already ruined it a Jedi Knight I'm out of it for a little while and everyone's having delusions of grandeur nice Han Solo it was all right yeah twenty three dollars a month Georgian Tate she's bashed music royalty at twenty four twenty four thank you Georgian yeah thank you my dear uh, back in the USA for a little bit that's Jerem speaking of bash music he's there every week uh, unless he's in Brazil because it's like four in the morning he'll check <laughs> in at the beginning and he's like hey guys love you and then he, and then he hops out it's he's awesome. still listening uh, every time he's yeah. just on the chat box yep uh, twenty four eighty eight a month and then finally bringing up the rear Joel thinks Chunga is scared to watch Coco because he knows he's going to cry at $24.99 a month. Joel, I will have you know, I had this conversation with Brent too, two weeks ago here in Las Vegas. <laughs> she said, you and I are sitting on the couch, Chunga, and we are going to watch Coco. And I said, Brent, I can't do it. And she said, why? I said, because I'm going to cry. <laughs> I'm the same way. And everyone's like, yep. it's a cute story about like, you know, father and son. And I'm like, I can't do it. Yeah, no, we can't do it. Guitars are involved. Yeah, guitars and father and them. No. Too close to home. Too close. Yeah, can't do it. It's way too close. And she said, you're only going to cry at the end. And I said this too much. Yeah. Yeah. We'll so, just watch uh, John Wick. John Wick. John Wick. Well, so Shana, anyway. Ju- just yes. wait until I'm in Vegas and I'll hold you throughout the movie. <laughs> He'll cuddle you. I'll okay. hold you tight. Yes. Yes. I will be the little spoon and you can hold me tight. And <laughs> okay. then we'll watch Coco. I'll let you do it. But I know what will happen, Panda. I know what's going to go down. Uh-huh. You're going to sit down and you're going to go, let's do this. And then we're going to end up watching Rad. Well, we're gonna end up watching Gleaming the Cube, yeah. or like the Blob, right? Oh, ooh. Chud, we'll watch yeah. Chud. Or Chud, we'll watch yeah. Chud. Chud. Exactly. <laughs> uh, okay, so there's your producers uh, again. Patreon.com forward slash Radio Rona. We'd love to have you on the team. Hey, uh, all right, Chungapole. So this was going to be part of the update, but I changed it. Oh, okay, mm. uh, and I changed it because uh, Chandler thought it would be a good idea for a Chungapole. Yes, and uh, and so what the update was going to be is that we went to the store and bought all of the great summertime treats this was like two days ago Mm because it's going to be hot so he said let's run to the store we're going to buy all of our great classic summertime treats yeah the backyard's finished you know what i mean we're spending a lot of time outside and we we were just we're we're lacking in that area we found some good stuff we found some drumstick ice cream cones yep nice Shannon found some rocky road ice cream with real marshmallows in it which is hard to find nowadays uh chandler found those red white and blue popsicles the rocket popsicles rocket pops yeah so we found all this stuff we bought 
I, I it, it's embarrassing, but we bought Halloween candy and summertime treats. Yeah, like, that, like that's candy that reminds you of Halloween. Like like take fives for me is like always. That's like a Halloween oh, candy. Nice. Oh yeah. yeah. Bite, so bite sized mounds and three musketeers. For yeah. Me. So uh, so then we were talking. We were like, well, why not just make this a chunga pole? So we all had those treats as a kid. Now we didn't necessarily buy our kid treats. Mm-hmm. We just bought mm-hmm. what are summertime treats, right? We didn't go seeking out our nostalgia. Chandler did. He got his rocket pops. Oh, those are so good. So what was your go-to treat as a kid? Hmm. Your go-to Ooh. summertime treat. Summertime treat. When you were a kid, what was your go-to summertime treat? Man. I, I I've got I've got several, Panda. I could I could see the wheels turning in oh, your yeah. head, Panda. Like yeah, you, you went to, to another place. <laughs> exactly. I'm I'm just trying to like narrow it down at least a little bit. Let's start with uh, let's start with the youngling. I think. Oh, you're gonna start yeah. with me? Okay. Yeah. Let's let's go with Chandler because his will be the most recent. All right. So number one is always gonna be the Rocket Pops, like like we got at Smith's. Those are absolutely amazing. If you don't know, it's the red, white, and blue popsicles. Um, yeah. And it's, all, it's not a blue popsicle, a red popsicle, and a white. No, popsicle. they're all melted together. It's like a it's like a it it's looks all, like a rocket. It's a fade. Yeah. So like the red is cherry, the white is lime, and the blue is blueberry. It's absolutely amazing. I had them like at every like school event when I was a kid. Yep. Number two would have to be the Minute Maid. Lemonade frozen uh, cups. Those are cups. The frozen. So lemonade it's like a little cup. like like paper cup. They sell them at Disneyland. Yes. If, you, if you know those, and you have to let it dethaw for like a good three hours before you can break into one of those things. Yeah. But nice. I remember just sitting out in the backyard playing paintball as a kid and just going to town on those. And they're absolutely unreal. Don't get the strawberry ones because those are gross. Just stick with the lemonade. Yeah. And then this is another weird one. It's not so much like a, an ice cream or like a frozen treat. Okay. All right. But I gotcha. every field day, like going up to this is the place as a kid or going to Lagoon Day or something <laughs> like that, I would get just a single bag of regular Lay's chips. That is just, kind of a weird okay. choice. Just the normal Lay's. Not because, you know, they're doing like the generic, they have to pack a lot of lunches for kids, so they can't do like Cool Ranch or something weird. Well, because the kids won't like the different flavors. No, anyway, you need to keep it basic. And so right, right, right. for every like, I don't know, summer event, I love just having a normal thing of just Lay's potato chips. Well, I did have a Rocket Pop for my very first time and it was great. Yeah, right? You've I never had it. one. No, never had one before because I'm old. Yeah, but no, yeah, they're, they're but great. I, I loved it. Yeah, so Panda, what do you think yours? What is your go-to summertime treat, my man? Okay, so a couple runners up here real quick is uh, I remember as a kid, like every summer, uh, whenever I'd get my allowance, I would go over to the Albertsons and I would buy a box of Nutter Butters. The little oh, Nutter Butters. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I would make that, that box last as long as I could until I got paid again. <laughs> so <laughs> do you like, still want to run out too quick? Do you still eat Nutter Butters? Do you still like them? Uh, you know, I've unfortunately i don't know if it's that the uh that they've changed something with those or that my my adult taste buds are just different they just don't do it as well for me anymore they changed, they changed them mom yeah. says the same thing she's like these these suck now they're the nastiest things ever yeah shannon so. was a big nutter butter fan yeah yeah and, and honestly, she loved them i think they changed the chocolate that's uh you know goes around the nutter butter uh, i think that right? might be the problem yeah Okay. Okay. Um, and then, of course, uh, another runner-up is s'mores. I still oh. love s'mores, especially when you get the chocolate. So it, it's it's warm and it's just that little bit of melty where it doesn't you know go all over the place, but it's just melty enough that when you bite into that s'more, you just get that warm chocolate. With I the hear you, man. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, like camp camp and s'mores. Like oh, yeah. that's that. Not not like s'mores like that you can buy like that are cookies. 
some more. Oh no 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 that's 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 trash. That's ditch. <laughs> that's ditch. That's ditch cookies. No, you're talking about the real ones where the chocolate's like napalm when you bite into it. <laughs> yeah, it's on your exactly. you can't you can't get it off your face. Yeah, that's good stuff. Okay, but, so some wars and nutter butters. Yeah, but I I think my all time favorite though, uh, and this goes back to childhood, and I still, whenever I can find an Arctic Circle because they're Ooh. you know they're they're less and less in utah now yeah but they're uh chocolate marshmallow milkshakes oh i've that never had one of those. oh my goodness yeah it's, really it's, you know all it is is just shy of that graham cracker to being kind of a s'more on its own yeah. like a frozen s'more but okay. that, that combination of like uh and i think they would use like marshmallow fluff uh, uh-huh. mixing it in with the uh the chocolate ice cream but I, I still love those every so often when I when I'm around an Arctic Circle. But yeah, I'd always go as a kid. Like uh, you know, once again, my allowance. I was like, uh, when when are we going to Arctic Circle next? I need one of those. <laughs> so I I don't remember those, but I remember like Arctic Circle is one of the only food things that I miss about Utah. Oh, every time okay. I flew yeah. up to Utah for yeah. work, I would have to grab something from there. Spaghetti Factory. Yeah. Francesco's and Arctic Circle. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And I love, do they still have these? They had the Lime Rickies that they would do every summer at Arctic Circle. Do they still yeah, have those? I think they still do those. Oh, man, those are so good. If you've never had a Lime Ricky mm-hmm. from Arctic Circle, check it out. I wonder if Quenchit makes a Lime Ricky. Ooh. I bet they do. Ooh. I'll bet you money they make a Lime Ricky. Yeah. Well, and if they don't already, I bet they are they now. They should. It should be a lime chunga, is what it should be. <laughs> hey, hey. So there you go. It should be a lime chunga. I love that. Yeah. So, uh, okay, those, you know what, Greg, those are not at all what I thought you would say, and they're all fantastic. Yeah. Good Ooh. pick, man. And oh, I was surprised thanks, by Chandler's with his Lay's plain potato chips, but that's a summertime when oh, you're a totally. kid. Oh, uh, totally. Yeah, it's this field is when day, you're man. you're a kid, right? Yeah. This is when you're a kid. So this is, um, this is mine. So I used to take swimming lessons at the Kern Swimming Pool. Uh-huh. And that's, that's now that's like well. by the Oval. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. right by your house, yep. right? Yeah. Uh, that's where I took swimming lessons as a kid. My swim coach was named Larry. And... <laughs> Uh, Larry was young. I remember Larry was so old because he was 22 years old. Oh, wow. Yeah. And he taught me the backstroke. And <laughs> uh, after every swimming lesson at the Kearns swimming pool, uh, we got to get a treat at the at the snack or the, the, uh, the where you would check in and pay. Yeah. They had yeah. treats at the concession stand. It's like the, the cash register where you'd pay to swim uh-huh. and the concession stand were one thing. Okay. Right? Yeah. They and still every have time. It. They say it's still there. It's still there. I need to go check it out. I seriously, yeah. like, I would probably burst into tears if I walked into that. <laughs> I think it's all been remodeled, right? It's not the same yeah, as, yeah, as it used to be, Yeah, in fact, it's been expanded on the uh, the inside because they've added, like, a basketball court and all these other facilities right. in there. When I was a little kid, we lived in Granger. And Granger became part of West Valley. Mm-hmm. But Granger, when I was a little kid, it was it was a very small community. It was very suburban. And driving to Kearns, which was also a very suburban, very small community, uh, it was kind of a drive. You know, it was just yeah. I, when you're little, it's just that way. So we moved to Benyon when I was when I was a little kid and it was it was a little bit closer, but I still kept going up there. I've got really, really fond memories up there. And after every single one of my swimming lessons, I would get 
It was a little candy lipstick. Yes, I'm a dude. I know. But they had a little, it was a little candy. They had all the different colors, and every time I would get a different color. Oh, nice. And all it was was a sweet tart in like this little lipstick shape. Oh, wait. Thing. I remember those. No, remember I those? totally remember those. It, did it have like the little thing that you twist on the bottom yes. and it would raise up? Yeah. And it would raise up the little sweet tart. Yep. It was sour and chewy. And I'd, I'd get one of those every single time, and I loved it. And uh, and I also played baseball uh-huh. when I was a little kid. One first place I was, I won the Sportsman of the Year. Hey. Center fielder. Oh, hey, look at you! Yeah, okay, my Mike was Trout. Yeah. I played. I played for the Cardinals. We beat the Angels. I'm oh. wearing an Angels hat now to win the first place prize. We won first place and uh-huh. I got Sportsman of the Year. Center fielder because I was the only kid that could throw the ball that far. <laughs> but I was I was terrified of the ball. You wonder really? how I became a hockey goalie? Here's how: because I was terrified of the ball. Uh huh. And so the only way I could figure out to get on base was just to lean in and just take the pitch. <laughs> you just get oh, hit every time. Yeah, yeah. Really? And then I led the league in stolen bases, and I would just maximize on that pain once I got <laughs> onto base. I was always terrified I was going to swing the bat and the ball was going to hit me in my knuckles. Oh, uh, okay. So you just take it in the shoulder and just move on. And Ch- it Chunga, came. We're, yes. we're Bean Brothers. I got Bean twice in Little League. Yeah, I got Bean like picture. 170 times. But in the same game? Was it the same no, game? No, two different games, but it was the same pitcher. Oh, he okay. had it out for you, man. Yeah. Okay. So it stings. It really hurts. Uh, imagine the irony here. So this is how it happened. Back in the day, some of you will, will remember this. They would drill a hole in a baseball and they would run a, a screw through the baseball and tie it off with a with a, a nut at the end of it. And they would have a rope uh-huh. and you would swing this baseball around and you would hit the baseball as your coach was swinging the baseball around. So he'd swing it around like a lasso and the, okay. the ball would come around and you'd hit it. And that's how they did it back in the day, you know, before uh-huh. the pussies took over. <laughs> this is how you did it. And and uh, I was playing with that thing. Uh-huh. And uh, was swinging it around and uh, hit myself in the face with it. Oh, and got a big bloody lip. Oh yeah, bloody nose. It was a total disaster. And I was a, I was a scared of the ball ever since. Mm-hmm. So uh, they would always tell me, "Look, you get on base, we're going to get you a treat. Oh. If you get on base, the coach. My dad was one of the coaches, and there were a couple other coaches. Look, you you get on base, you can go pick whatever treat you want." from the concession stand after the game. And I was like, I'm getting yeah. on base. So I'd lean in <laughs> and I'd take it and I'd run to first base like. Because <laughs> I'm running to first base. Every time. Because <laughs> I'm running to first base. And I had all these bruises all over me. I got hit like 179 times. Holy oh, cow. Um, but I'd go get my treat. And when I got my treat, it was always the baseball shaped bubble gum. Oh, oh yeah! You yeah. remember the baseball shaped bubble gum? I, oh, yeah. Yep, I remember those. So those were those were two like really solid summertime treats for me when I was a little kid. Nice. It was the baseball shaped bubble gum, uh, tops baseball cards with the gum inside, mm-hmm. and then the lipstick. That, oh, that those man. were for me. That that was when I was little, little. Right. Those are yeah. great choices. Yeah, you think that's better than my plain Lay's potato chips? No, no, no. no. <laughs> I mean, listen, that's, that's summer though. That's what summer means. No, that's true, just, idiot. Yeah. yeah, and you don't know how many memories that brought back with the uh, with the little baseball bubble gums because we would always go to the uh, concession stand after any of the games, and then also I used to be able to buy those for like ten cents down at the uh, the card shop. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. So that card shop, I know that card shop. It was on 54th South, and yep. it was next to the Valley Twin movie theater in Kern. Yeah. And that's where I would go because at school, 
uh, you would go to the Valley Twin and you had this little card and you could go see a movie a week and it was usually some usually like some really crappy movie like Benji bites a kid or something. <laughs> Drop I don't dead know. Fred. Yeah, Drop Dead Fred or Savannah Smiles or something like that. But hey, it's summer, so you go watch it anyway. And I would go to that card shop and I would get the baseball bubble gum before every single movie. Oh, until nice. they moved, they moved it to the Valley Scare Mall after a while. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah. Uh, so I know exactly what you're talking about, Panda. See, you and I were we were in the same airspace and we didn't even know it for like our whole yeah, lives. Yeah, that's crazy. So, what about you? What was your go-to summertime treat as a kid? Nice. Uh, was it a popsicle? Was it ice cream? Was it, uh, you know, what was it? I loved ice cream as a kid, too, but my go-tos, the ones that I would really covet, the one that I would break the covet commandment for <laughs> was the the, the uh, Sweet Tart Lipsticks and the Baseball Bubblegum. I'm honestly surprised you didn't say Otter Pops because you you are a fiend for Otter Pops now. Son of a bitch. <laughs> so my, <laughs> my favorite summertime, it's Otter Pops. Is it? No, it, it is 100%. Oh, like you still eat them to this day. Like no, every, I still every eat them to this day. And I think it, it was it was Otter Pops. Like, no no joke. It was Otter Pops. Hands down. I forgot all about it. Oh, now that I think of it, it's uh, yeah, Otter so Pops. good. You ruined my whole thing, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I still eat Otter Pops to this day. Yeah, and you have to get the scissors and you have to cut it. Oh, they're amazing. Alexander the Grape. Yep. Louis Blue Raspberry. What's the green one? Uh, it's, uh, oh, I can't remember. Crap. Yeah. I remember Alexander the Grape, Louis Blue Raspberry. There is a, uh, I don't know. <laughs> But I think I remember, I remember bringing a uh, box like the big giant box you get at Sam's Club into yes. the station back when we worked there. And yes. I, I'm just like, dude, these are for you. And, and we, we went through that box. I don't know if you remember this. We would do like the sidewalk of fire. and mm -hmm. we would this. Every summer I would come in and I would start my show with an otter pop. Oh, like every see? show that summer. Yeah, that's actually Greg pretty Bob. cool. Yeah, I love Otter Pops. Still do to this day. Still eat them. Maybe that's why I didn't say it. Because you're so used to them. Because I'm so they're always around. Yeah, that's probably why I didn't say it. Nice. Yeah. Okay, so go to our social media pages. Go to the Radio Ronan Facebook page. Go to uh, the Radio Ronan Fam Facebook group. Yep. Or our individual pages and give, let us know what was your favorite summertime treat as a kid. Oh, I can't wait to yeah. see them. Favorite summertime treat as a kid, Panda. That's a good. That's a good chunga pole, wouldn't you say? I think people are gonna have fun with it. Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a great chunga pull. Um, okay, so I've taken some heat. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> What'd you do now? I've taken a little bit of static because uh, Chandler hasn't seen the sand lot. <laughs> oh, because oh, of me? Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've taken a little bit of heat because Chandler hasn't seen... Uh, Let's the see Sandlot. Top Gun. He hasn't seen Top Gun. Yeah, those were the two that everybody. Coco. Co well, yeah. everybody kind of lit me up because Chandler hasn't seen a lot of classic movies, and so I'm trying to catch him up. I'm trying to get all of you updated. So we're going to watch Top Gun this week. Um, so we watched Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Yeah, which okay. here's the thing. You've always pitched this one to me as like, this is the crappy Indiana Jones, so never watch this one. Yep. And, and now I, I'm realizing that this one had a lot of impact on the ride and Disney and things like that. Oh, and yeah, so yeah. I've heard a lot of references. Disney is actually putting out a lot of like indie merch, which they should. They they don't yeah. really a lot of the time. And so like yep. I was asking like, what the hell are they, like these glowing rocks? And you're like, oh, no, 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 that's <laughs> Temple of Doom. We're we watching to, it we tonight. Have to, we have to catch up. Yeah. And I mean, so and I, we, Temple of Doom, like it, it's I still enjoy the movie even though it is the lesser of the three movies 
I, I still have fun with it, especially Kalima. Kalima <laughs> Shakti Day. Hey. It's actually pretty good. Damn. I, I don't, <laughs> <laughs> hey. Damn, Panda. That was actually great. Yeah. So, yeah, he is not, uh, he, he, is, he had not seen it. No. And, and large, it was largely my fault because I was like, look, this is this movie sucks. It's a POS. Uh, so. It's actually not that bad. It's not as bad as I remember it being. Yeah, it's, for me watching it, like, and this is how my brain works, just being an editor in film, that, that's just how my brain works i'm like they could have cut a lot of the scenes where it's like you don't need to show the monkey brains and then the beetle being eaten and then the snake being eaten and then like the, one, the eyeball soup being yeah. it's like a like one or two steps a little too far and like they I, i'm that's surprising for spielberg to actually kind of let things like that go it just went way it too just long. went a little too far and what was the yeah. girl's name she she was crazy oh kate capshaw yeah the whole yeah. movie's just her screaming that's all it is yeah willie yeah, yeah willie her character gets uh very very annoying throughout the movie uh, yeah and i feel bad because she's awesome but it just the character i was like mm-hmm. but anyways yeah. you made a good point about the john williams score it was a little funky so and far, i've never noticed that far be it for me to criticize john williams but the, the the film score is fantastic yeah it is epic it's big it is everything that is john williams right but it doesn't match the scenes in the movie not at all it's weird it's almost like he scored it without actually watching the movie yeah like he looked on the paper and went oh they're on safari here so i'm gonna make it sound like this uh-huh oh they're in the the fire pit now so i'm gonna make it sound like this and he didn't really watch the movie that if you watch it you, you'll find yourself getting somewhat impatient uh-huh. or kind of annoyed it's because the music doesn't match the film They're like Indy's okay. riding the inflatable thing from the plane down the river do you know what I mean and it's like yeah. crazy war drums like don't 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 I'm like wait what that doesn't fit yeah. you know what I mean and they're like all laughing and having fun I'm like uh this is weird yeah well and then there's a little uh, uh cameo that's made by Dan Aykroyd in the movie did you notice it no, no he, I didn't know Dan Aykroyd oh. has a cameo. Really? He does, but it, it's um, you, you don't see him like very up close, but it's when they're going to get on the plane that they, uh, you know, go on the raft from. It's as uh-huh. they're going on the plane. He's the guy who's uh, giving them the information before they get on the plane. Stand Oh, when he's hopping out of the car? Oh, oh you know what? Okay. I kind of thought that voice sounded familiar. Yeah. So that's okay. Now, there's a ton of Easter eggs in this movie. Oh, yeah. And a lot of them you don't notice uh, in, until somebody has to tell you. But like Club Obi Wan, yeah, it's, the club's yeah. called Obi Wan. Um, that's pretty yeah, cool. I, that's everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. Chandler saw that and was like, "Hey, was like, what?" But the Dan Aykroyd thing, I've never caught that. So yeah. that's cool, Panda. I uh, never never noticed that before. So anyway, we just want to let you know we're up, I'm getting Chandler caught up. <laughs> so you'll stop <laughs> taking the heat for me. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. Well, All right? and I'm just looking forward to uh, hearing what Chandler thought of the Sandlot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We maybe we should watch that before Top Gun yeah, and Temple of Doom. <laughs> Temple of Doom. <laughs> that was our, that okay. Was our first. Yeah, that was a bad choice. <laughs> that was not the best choice. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get there. Well, <laughs> and now now you guys talking about Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. All I can think about is Kate Capshaw singing everything goes in uh Chinese or <laughs> oh, yeah, Mandarin yeah, yeah. or whatever <laughs> yeah. language that was. I, th- I think it was I think it was Chinese. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. Just I think it in was, my yeah. head now. It's a weird start to a movie. I was like, wait, are we, yeah. are we watching the right thing? I was like, I was really surprised by that. It was. Um, you could tell that somebody really did their homework because it really was authentic to the 1930s when they were doing movies. Uh-huh. Uh In the 1930s and 40s, with the way it was all set up and yeah. the choreography, and you could tell that uh, Kate Capshaw had to work on that for a while. It was actually mm-hmm. pretty cool. I, I actually yeah. really liked it. Yeah. So do people know that Steven Spielberg fell in love with Kate Capshaw in that movie and married her? Yeah, you, do people know that? Nuts. that? You're I telling me that. I didn't know. 
Yeah, Spielberg and Kate Capshaw got married uh, after that movie was shot, and she retired from acting. She was like, I'm oh, done. Wow. I'm married. I'm married to Steven Spielberg, bitches. <laughs> like, and she out. was done. And she really? was like, peace. I'm out of here. So, yeah, she didn't really work after that. Huh. So, yeah. uh, either that or the character was so annoying. No I, was, one would hire I, mean, I didn't want to say it, but. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not really sure. Yeah. Um, okay. So, listen, we've got Panda's uh, summertime movie shout out coming up in just a couple of minutes. Uh, no doubt, Greg will have another movie that I have to hurry and catch Chandler up on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, but uh, before we do that, we have Disney drama. So um, for those of you, there's a lot of you out there that either A, have Disney magic key passes mm-hmm. or they are trying to get the the annual passes. Right. Right. Um, they have, there are a lot of people who have their pass expire in August mm-hmm. and uh, they're calling the Disneyland Resort and they're saying, hey, what do we do? We're trying to make reservations for Labor Day. We're trying to make reservations in September. You have Oogie Boogie Bash tickets that go on sale next Tuesday. Next week, yeah. And people want to start planning their Halloween trips and start making reservations. And they can't because they're annual pass holders. And when your pass expires, you can no longer make reservations after that. Uh So if you're an annual pass holder and you're one of the first people to buy it, your pass is coming due very, very soon. And you can't make reservations once your pass is expired. Well, uh, I have a buddy who called the Disneyland Resort Mm -hmm. and said, hey, what do I do? I'm trying to book reservations for Labor Day. Uh, My pass expires on August 24th. What do I do? And they said, we have no comment at this time. <laughs> what? Like, what? He was like, what do you mean you have no comment? We have no comment about the annual pass program or the magic key at this time. Mm-hmm. And so he's kind of left high and dry. He's like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. So we're trying to make plans for uh, a family vacation and we can't because our passes, we can't renew our passes. Yeah. Hmm. And, and, and no, you can't buy any magic keys at all anymore. And now no. the people who have them, uh, they're like, well, can we renew them? And Disney's like, I don't know. We, we have no clue. Can we renew the passes? Yeah, we have no comment. Yeah. It's like, wait, what? God. What do you mean? So what a nightmare. Um, what a mess. It's now June, what, June 20, as of this recording, what, the 23rd? Uh, yeah, it's the 21st of this. Uh, yeah. June so 23rd. 23rd. Yep. <laughs> And no one knows the status of their annual passes with a couple of months left before the first ones start expiring. Ours expire uh, in September. We're trying to do Oogie Boogie as well, and we're we can't book reservations for it. We don't know. Yeah. Um, we're trying to make plans. We have no clue if we can even go. <laughs> um, everything's blocked out. Mm-hmm. And so um, here's for those of you that are in the same boat. Here's what I think is happening. Mm hmm. I think they're probably next month going to unveil a new annual pass program. I think it'll happen in the next couple of weeks. Okay. So at some point in July, they're going to announce this program. Okay. Um, I think one of three different scenarios are going to happen. Okay. Scenario number one is they're going to have a pass where there are no reservations. You can go whenever you want. It's going to be somewhere between $1,800 uh, and $2,000. Yeah. I can even see them being like, all right, it's like it's like 2800 bucks, like way up there. Way if you high. really want to do it, here you go. Yeah, and, and that may be the case. Mm-hmm. So some premium, and then the tiers will be adjusted from there, and you have reservations on down. Okay. People will be mad. Yeah. Um, the next tier is this. They're not going to do passports at all. Oof. 
and uh, people will rage, people will riot, they're going to lose millions of dollars. Yeah, including us, and, yeah. And uh, people will stop going to Disney, and it'll be a disaster. Yeah. Well, yes, uh, Panda. Yeah, what, what, what is the, uh, the passport? Because I, I'm not super familiar oh, yeah. with all of that stuff for forgive me yeah, so this is no so you have you have disneyland and disney world disneyland mm-hmm. because of where it's at and because the, the it's got such a, a huge population center around it both in southern california in las vegas and in utah uh most people that go to disneyland from utah or from vegas or from southern california are annual pass holders similar to like when you got one at lagoon greg you can just Uh go whenever you want they have different structures in which you can buy one of these annual passes they call it a magic key and some of them you're not allowed to go during the summer some of them you're not allowed to go around christmas time places yeah Yeah. and so uh it's most people that go to disneyland have annual passes uh, very few people that go to Disneyland actually buy day passes mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's just in their interest because it's so close. You can just go multiple times a year and you can just have an annual pass because yeah. in a lot of ways, it's cheaper than buying a five day pass every time you want to go. Well, you get free parking, you get discounts on all food and merch. Uh, a lot of the annual pass holders are the people that go in and buy all the new exclusive merch and things like that. Yep. And you know, we've done the math and every time we've done it, it's it's definitely saved us money. Greg, so, Greg that, there are so many annual pass holders. They have special restaurants in the park just for annual pass holders. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. they have all kinds of different discounts. They really they really do set you up pretty good if you're a magic, quote unquote, magic key holder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they, they give you uh, breaks on parking or in our case, free parking mm-hmm. completely. Keep in mind, every time you go into the parking tower, it's 20 bucks. It's 30, actually. 30 now. bucks. It's 30 Ooh. bucks now. Yeah. So you, that we don't have to pay with our annual pass. It's a fantastic deal for people like us that go a couple of times a month or once uh-huh. a month. It's well worth it, right? Uh, no annual pass has been announced. No annual pass is going to be available. Uh, another scenario is this. If you have an annual pass, you'll be allowed to renew your annual pass and that's it. Yeah, like no new people can buy them. Nope. Uh, there's been, and that was kind of a rumor that and broke they'll keep it exactly this. the same as it's been. Yeah, and there's been people that have been like holding out, waiting until they can like do the new. Because a lot of people have been thinking there's going to be like a top tier pass, so they haven't bought magic keys, and now right. Disney's like, nope, sorry, no one can buy them now, and so those people mm. are really pissed. And so left and right, they're Disney's just pissing everyone off. So people bad. people are raging, people yeah. are mad, uh, justifiably so. People have been asking me, "What have you heard? What have you heard?" And I haven't heard anything. Mm-hmm. Not a single peep from any of my sources, everyone, including my cast members that work in the park. I've asked them and they're like, <laughs> I'm shrugging my shoulders. Yeah, it's like, oh, we don't they, know. they don't say a word and they kind of shrug their shoulders and go, sorry, uh, I don't know what to tell you. So there is a fourth scenario. I think it's very, very unlikely, but Disney is being sued over the annual passes. Mm-hmm. And here's what I think is going to happen. If they, if they really want to get themselves out of this class action lawsuit, here's what I think they're going to do. They're just going to automatically renew every annual pass that's out there right now for free. Ooh. They're going to say, hey, we've been taking our lumps on this. We're going to keep the passes exactly the same. You still have to do the reservations and everything, but you don't have to pay for the next year. 
Um, by the way, if you do that, you're going to sign away this waiver saying that you're not going to take part in the class action lawsuit. And we're going to give you uh, and we're going to give you a year for free. I think yeah. there's a very remote chance of that. Yeah. But I do think that it's on the table. If Chapik's in power, which he is, uh, I don't think there's any way that that's happening. No, I think it's, there's, I, I think there's almost no chance, but I, I wouldn't doubt if it's been if it's been discussed. I would love that. You know what I mean? Because that's that's one thing like Disney can do a very couple like simple things. Just be like, hey, sorry, guys, we got gotcha. you. We're all a big we're family sorry, here. Yeah, yeah. And they never do that. And, and you know, you have like Chapik who everyone hates and now people like his executives underneath him are trying to turn against him and throw him out and he's, he's firing, he's firing him so now it's like a full-blown dictatorship it's in like there. a mutiny yeah, it, yeah it's getting really bad so i don't know hopefully i would love your your scenario there's, happen, though. there's a lot of annual pass drama i i i have no idea what's going to happen um we'll, we'll definitely let you know because so many people either a have them or b are trying to buy them and can't mm-hmm so we'll let you know for sure. Uh, this is what I think, though, because people are asking about the reservations, and I'll just touch on this really, really quickly. Disneyland has a three-year cycle. So the people I don't know if people know this, but the right. average person goes to Disneyland once every three years. They mm-hmm. take their family. They go once every three years if they're not an annual pass holder. Okay. Disneyland has only been reopened for a year. Yeah. Okay, it was closed for almost two years. It's only been reopened for a year, which means everybody is trying to get their kids and get to get their family in there, right? Mm-hmm. So while they're trying to do this, uh, the park is packed. The park is crazy. They're understaffed. Everything's breaking down. And they recognize Disney is going to be this way for the next three years while people get caught up. Oh, uh, while the cycle wow. finishes up. Yeah, uh, no, that makes to sense. To the cycle, so they're not going to change anything for two more years. And I mean, we saw this with like all the young kids because a lot of the sun, like it was their first trip ever. You know, these are COVID babies. Well, they just started the nighttime shows just barely just, again. Yeah, it's oh. only been reopened for a year. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, so, so two more years of this probably. I I wouldn't be surprised if they kept it exactly the same. They kept the passports exactly the same. They kept everything as is for another two years before people finally start going. Well, we just took the kids. I don't know. Maybe we go to, uh, I don't know. Let's go to Yellowstone. Uh huh. Let's go on a cruise. Let's yeah. go to Universal. Let's go to Hawaii. Let's yeah. go do something else because we did the Disneyland thing. Oh, man. And then once that happens, it's going to dip. It's going to tank after three years, and then they're going to have to readjust to go back to normal. So I wouldn't plan on anything changing for another two years. Oh, I, I think you just nailed it. I, I think you absolutely yeah. nailed it. Because we have a lot of, like, Ronin fam that are out there. And right like, now. Right now. And they're like, hey, we're getting the messages. I'm like, the, the park's insane. Like, it's absolutely miserable. Yeah. You know, everything's oh, breaking man. down. We had, poor, you know, poor experiences the last couple trips we went on. And it, they're just like, we don't know what to do. So I wonder how many people are going to have that experience and be like, all right, I'm out. I'm not going back for a while. It's a total nightmare. And hopefully it'll start thinning the herd out a little bit yeah I, th- I think it will eventually but great yeah i've got i've got two messages one last night one this morning from people that are like yeah we've been here over the weekend we're getting ready to go home this is the worst vacation i've ever had oh that's so yeah. sad um, awful yeah. it was wall-to-wall people i couldn't move it was like 93 degrees and 100 humidity and it was just uh, a beating everything's broken time. down yeah. you can't yep. do anything yeah yeah, yeah and it's supposed to be the happiest place on earth <laughs> yeah. And when people yeah. are miserable, that that's terrible. Yeah, so the, the the guest experience is not what it was, and I'm guessing that it, it continues to be that way because because of that three-year cycle that I was telling you about. Everybody's yeah. trying to get in to get caught up on that, right? You nailed and it, so, yeah. Um, hmm. it, it, it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the annual pass program because of that three-year cycle. Uh, so, that's terrifying yeah. now. Lots and lots and lots of Disney <laughs> fans listen to this show, and all of you are wondering, no doubt, 
And uh, and even you know we even told Greg we're like, look, uh, don't plan on Oogie Boogie Bash. Yeah, no. We've no. been saying all year long. <laughs> yep. We've been saying all year long, Greg, we're taking you to this, and, uh-huh. and now we're like, hey, we'll, we'll let's do it next year. Greg's like, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I got out of it again. I'm like, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Thanks, guys. <laughs> he's still he's still in the Greek afterglow. Oh yeah, as he should I really be. Really am. In, in fact, I'm I'm still like my thoughts are uh, well. Right now, my thoughts are on Vegas. But as soon as Vegas is over, I'm like, oh dude, oh the 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 next trip back to Greece. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're going. We're going with you yeah. on that one. So yeah, it's gonna be fun. So anyway, uh, as soon as we know something about those passes, we'll let you know. Cool. Yeah, sounds good. We typically find out before people know and we get asked not to say anything and things like that but it, it, once we find out we're telling you <laughs> yeah this so is when everyone's like ah we look into their trips um okay listen we need to say thank you to our amazing goblins and then yeah. we've got greg summertime movie shout out um here we go these guys paying a minimum of 50 dollars a month minimum it's just insane let's uh yeah thank you so much for supporting uh supporting greg supporting chandler supporting myself of course greg doesn't have to work at amazon hey <laughs> which is wonderful uh chandler he, he's this is Full-time. what he does this and his freelance stuff so yeah. thank you very much for the support and uh and let's get to it the yeah. radio rona goblins are all right so everyone's going to be 50 dollars a month until i say otherwise so starting us off we have daybreak aesthetics thank you thank you mm-hmm. I, I miss daybreak so much uh yes. we have gina and janae green thank you ladies her royal highness jess Secretary, thank you, Jessica. She went to Garth Brooks. Did she? I saw her. She was there. See, everyone said it was a great <laughs> show, though. So I'm like, I, I, yeah. good, good, good job. You know, uh, we have Hot and Dangerous, which is a uh, Jill and Nicolette. Yep. On Young. Heather Trampoline. And Nicolette just had a birthday, so happy birthday, Nicolette. Happy birthday. We should have said that at the beginning. Happy yeah. birthday, happy Nicolette. Birthday. Yeah. Uh, at fifty dollars a month, we have Keish Lorraine and the Great Dane. Not not Cooch. I've listened no, to it's this. A- <laughs> and Jeff. Yeah, I've listened to this. It's a phenomenal song. Yeah, it's a, it's a great V52 song. Yep. Uh, we have Skylar Adams and the Mopar enthusiast. Thanks, mm-hmm. Skyler. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Taylor Casper. Thanks, man. Our first Super Goblin at 5001 is Cindy Queen of Bash. I think she's uh, she's in Vegas right now. She's actually in California. She was in Vegas for a day. Oh, was she? The lovely oh, Gwen okay. is yeah, she's doing doing dance competitions, Greg. I think she, they doing went down to Sickies, which is uh, you know per Greg's recommendation, which oh, is great. Nice. So do people do people know that right? That Greg was the one that discovered Sickies. It yeah. wasn't us. No, no, not at all. Greg was the one that found it, and now it's become an institution amongst Ronan and listeners. <laughs> yeah, they stopped at Sickies. I got the macaroni and cheeseburger. Yeah, oh, that makes me yeah. so happy. Yep. Uh, at fifty one dollars a month, we have Ben Pearson of Pearson Remodeling. We finished basements. Thank you, Ben. Yeah. At fifty one eleven, we have Mata Lords. Mata Lords. Mata Lords. Kalima, suck today, suck today. Why are you saying suck today? That's what that what he says. No, what is what is a panda? Ka- Kalimari. I don't know. I'm sorry, Marta. I'm sorry, suck I'm today. I was trying to be that guy that has his head painted red. <laughs> Uh, at 51, 15 that crazy dude. You know what I'm saying? I know the crazy. He rips that dude's heart out of his chest, and then it catches on fire. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's pretty sick. That's better than a kiss show, right yeah. there. <laughs> at fifty-one, fifteen, we have just me, Tori. There's nothing just about Tori. That yeah. dude's amazing. Yeah, he should scream from the rooftops. I am Tori. Yeah, see, come on, Tori. Uh, at fifty-one, Tori Ma. <laughs> 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 Tori, sorry, man, you, you got to change I'm that sorry, now, man. <laughs> At fifty-one fifty, we have the American badass himself, Lane Hilton from the Unified Fire Department. That's Captain Lane yeah. Hilton to you. Thank you, man. Yep. Uh, at fifty-two dollars a month, we have Lord and Lady Snoffingham. Lord and Lady, they're in St. George. Uh, let us know how the fires are. Yeah, like hundred like seventeen down yep. there. Sounds like. Uh, let's see. Here. At fifty-five fifty-five, we have Jennifer Grant, the unicorn. Thank, Thank you, Jennifer. Jennifer. Uh, also at fifty-five fifty-five, we have Saint Shannon West. 
Yeah, St. Shannon West. Uh, is she at the dance? I think she might be at the same dancing that uh, Cindy's at. Oh, she. Oh, really? I don't know. Let us know. Oh, St. Shannon cool. West. Uh, at five, six, seven, eight, we have. Oh, it's Ian. Uncle Ian. Dude, just like loaded up on some new podcast stuff. Yeah, I did. Nice. It's, like, it's, it, I, it's like way better than our stuff. Way nicer than what we <laughs> have. It's way nicer. <laughs> it's terrifying. Do people know that we have mixed every single Radio Ronin show on one mixer? Yeah, Norm. Norm's the mixer. We have backups that we have never actually used. It's always been the one mixer. Every show. Uh, except for Greg. Like, Greg, you. It does different stuff, but uh-huh. you're yeah. in the studio. Norm. But I remember when you guys got that mixer from Norm. Norm, the UPS guy, mm-hmm. he helped us get started. He invested in the Ronin program, mm-hmm. and uh, and we bought the mixer, and we named it Norm, and it's still here to this day, every show. It has a, just a unique sound to it. We're like, all right, we're, we're never wonderful. letting this thing go. Yeah. Uh, let's hear it. 5701, we have Natalie Croft. Diet Coke isn't a drink. It's an experience, and yes, I need one. We're having a, yeah. a shortage in Vegas of, of Diet Coke. Can't it's, get it. It's weird. Really? Yeah, that and uh, oh. syrup. Like the most no random things. Yeah. And we still Ooh. don't have... Our, our package of lemon Coke is lost, Panda. Yeah, we, we, don't, oh, we don't have man. it. We still don't have it. And the chocolate, it's it's just going to be like a ball. <laughs> Stupid UPS or USPS, <laughs> I mean. Right. Is it USPS? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 5777, we have the golden voice himself, Ken Kruger. Yes. It's the dude's hair. I'm, I'm so jealous. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's got the John Mayer hair. Best hair out of, out of everybody. Yeah. Uh, it's $60 a month. We have King Richard the turkey. Is that what we're going King with now? King Richard of turkey. Or, or the clumsy. Which one? King Richard. King Richard the tardy. Because he's always <laughs> missing flight connections. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> King Richard the tardy. That's right. It's our buddy Rich Drew and his awesome family. Thank you, Rich. Uh, also, at sixty dollars a month, we have Phil. Don't go to the Garth. Oh, okay. Phil didn't go to the Garth Brooks concert. Not a fan of the prattle of the damned. Thank Johnson. you, Phil. Oh. Yeah. Thank you, Phil. The man knows his music he's, right he's there. He's one Thank of our you. guys. Yeah. He's not buying into the hype. <laughs> <laughs> the country hype. Uh, at sixty oh seven, we have Doctor Steve McKiff of McKiff Dental. Yeah. Look, he owns all the air south of Beijing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, try, try, try building a building Ocean in the Zhongjing province. Ocean's yeah, 13. Ocean's 13. Yeah. yeah, nice one. Uh, at sixty-two twenty-two, we have Master Jedi Brent and Chris the Brit too. Yeah, they own all the air. No, that's not right. Yeah, thank you, Chris and Brent. They own the Daybreaker. At sixty-five dollars a month, we have Poltergeistski, which is a guy stone legend. The legend guy stones. At seventy dollars a month, we have Greg West, the only sane West that we know. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Only that's right. That's very true. At eighty dollars a month, we have maybe it's the drugs talk. But what if we had a big drug scene? That's Panda. Yeah. Yeah. That's a butterscotch panda. That's such a good movie. At a hundred dollars a month, we have Andre's mom and Axe Doors officially sponsor the five days a week Ronan campaign. Yeah. Woo! Thank you very much. Woo! Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Thank you very much. That's awesome. Also at a hundred dollars a month, we have Denise Godzilla Huntsaker. What's soft and round? And you put on a stick and you toast it in the fire and it's green. Did we ever? Fi- we didn't figure this one out. No. Did you know that one, Panda? Did you ever figure uh, that one out? No. No. I don't. I don't even think I tried looking that one up. Did you <laughs> try looking it up? Really yeah, did. <laughs> see that one. Round and green, and then you put in a fire. Yeah. Okay. We. I think we guessed like a grape. Panda had a look on his face like someone just let a really bad fart. Well, we asked him. We said, "Did you do this?" He's like, "Uh, uh no." Okay, he's looking uh, it up. Also, at hundred dollars a month, we have John at Radio Ronin is the bomb.com. It's an actual website. Yes, so thank you, man. Yeah. Also, at hundred dollars a month, we have Stephen Spank Murray, Red Rock Heating and Air. Yeah. 
It, I mean, it's the first day of summer. Yep. You know, Absolutely. you never know. Yeah, it, It's going to get hot. It's going to get steamy. It's more humid up there in Utah than it is down here. Yep. You can't go without AC. No, no, yeah, no. Just call Spank. It's Stephen Murray, Red Rock Heating and Air. There you go. For sure. At $105 a month, we have Bash's Therapy, Life, and Family. And I'm yeah. a Turo file, and I'm not ashamed. That's Adam Hunsaker. And he's got an awesome looking kid, too. Did you I see, saw him on Facebook. Did you see that he's rocking a mullet and yeah. the new Ronin shirt? He looked amazing. That's so cool. Looked amazing. Thank you, Adam. Thank you, uh, Denise Godzilla Hunsaker. Yeah. I love you guys. Love your family. Uh, at 111.11, we have Just a Girl, Jean. Jean yeah. Marie. Speaking of loving, loving families... <laughs> she's awesome and her right. family's right too was out in Mexico for the, the strawberry moon is, is that where she was was Mexico uh, was, was, you said there's like an infinity she's pool like it, was, it was fancy yeah Yeah. I, anyway G Marie hope you're good uh, and at $120 a month we have Semper Fi to Radio Ronin Darren Phillips hell of yeah, a man mar- hell of a marine the marine yeah thank you man yeah thank you Darren uh, $350 a month we have keep it rolling you glorious bastards yeah anonymous yeah <laughs> we, we will we will anonymous you know who you are and thank you <laughs> thank, thank you, you, thank you thank go you. get your anonymous shirt take credit for this uh, for this person's work yeah it's in the Ronin it's store, the Ronin store. Uh, and then wrapping us up here at $351 a month my evil auntie your evil twin Angela from Quench yep. It yep, uh, New Day Podcast so, yeah. no, so we noticed thank you thank you very much to, uh, to my uh, dear sister Angela so uh, Greg did you find it man no man I can't find shit on there right now <laughs> <laughs> Denise I'm sorry <laughs> All right, we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I, I typed it in, and I think Google's just got a thing about not wanting to give us the correct, uh, you know, what uh, yeah, we're we, we, on there. It's against us. We are coming yeah. up uh, goose eggs on a couple of these. I know, right? Yeah. And it makes me wonder if, if people are just making it up. Yeah, just to screw with just us. Just to mess with us. Like, like rolling us out. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, all right, well, let's get to it. Panda, yes. do you have, sir, uh, a summertime movie shout out for I, this uh, episode? Yeah, yeah, I do. And uh, now this one's going to be just a little bit of a cheat uh, because it technically takes place before official summer, but it's the last day of school in this movie that it's, uh, you know, it's like right before summer vacation. So that's why I'm counting this one as a summertime movie. Okay, what's it called? Okay, so it comes from 1993, and it's called Dazed and Confused. Oh, it's a classic. Yeah, I haven't Dazed seen this one either. Or, well, it's it's kind of a it's kind of like um, it kind of reminds me of like a, a Fast Times at Ridgemont High type. Oh, cool. Yes. Okay. Nice. So you have who's in this? Yeah, oh. is it Matthew McConaughey that's in this? Yeah, Matthew McConaughey. In fact, anytime you hear the "All right, all right, all right," comes from yes. this movie. It's from this movie, and yeah. he improv yeah. that line. By the way, I, I, I'm reading his oh, book right really? now, and he full blown just like yeah, just ripped it on the fly. It's a good book. <laughs> yeah, nice, great dude. I mean, and then you've also got like Jason Landon in this, Joey Lauren Adams, Mila Jovovich. You've got Adam oh, wow. Goldberg, okay. Anthony Rapp. And Ben Affleck in this, who plays a total asshole. <laughs> He's so good at doing that. I, I didn't he realize. I, I didn't know this until you started doing your movie shout outs. The Greg, the, the, the Ben Affleck. Oh, no, I was thinking of Ben Stiller. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Because that, that was last week's very yeah. Yeah, yeah. different actors. <laughs> no, very yeah. different. <laughs> but when Ben Affleck got started, though, he did play bad guys. Like he was mm-hmm. a bad guy in the in Clerks. He was a bad guy. Yeah. Uh, he did that a lot because he was the good looking young guy. Yeah. So he was the mean kid a lot, and that's what that's what he is in this movie, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. He's he's a total just jerk uh, throughout this whole movie, and he's fantastic at it too because you really hate his character. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's awesome. Like, really hate his character. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen this. I did the. I went to the premiere of this, the Utah uh, showing of it, the Utah mm-hmm. premiere of it, and was the host. I hosted the AMC. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't. I can't for the life of me even remember the movie. Uh, oh, okay. I can only remember bits. It was so long ago. I just it was bits and pieces. Yeah, that I can remember. It's basically a stoner movie, right? Yeah, yeah. It essentially is a a stoner movie, um, and it's more just about you know high school friends at the very end of the school year, and they all have these uh, parties and get-togethers, and most of it's just them all being teenagers at the time. I mean, nice. it really brought great. back a lot of memories of, you know, when I was in high school and, you know, at the very end of the uh, the school year, when you get together with all your friends and it's yep. it's just fun. I mean, and uh, Jordan Max Rexick had uh, posted a thing about movies that you love, even though you probably shouldn't love. Yeah. This is one of those. That <laughs> this, is, this is one of those. I, I should probably hate it, but... What year did you graduate from high school? I was 96. Okay, so this is your right in that demo then. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. And to be honest with you, I was a little before you. Uh, I was in the late 80s, but this is 93. So it's still the same, you know, we're, we're still kind of in the same time frame. Mm-hmm. There. I remember when the day we graduated from high school, uh, one of the best days of my life ever. Can I just tell you, I remember leaving that school, Taylorsville High, uh-huh. walking out of that school and uh, all of my friends going to my house. We bought big bags of French fries at McDonald's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we said, how much is it to fill a big bag of French fries? Uh huh. So they somehow worked it all out. We went and watched Strange Brew like three times in a row, <laughs> jumped on the trampoline. My friend split his pants and got a bloody nose at the same time. <laughs> Never laughed so hard in our life. And I remember just that feeling of euphoria, like I am finally out. Out of school yeah. yeah the craziest feeling ever yeah that's yeah. awesome and then my version was graduating early and coming and doing the podcast and <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, middle fingers in the air like, like screw yeah, this yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. it was awesome yeah. well in this movie too it, it's more of a a period piece because it you know it takes place in 1976 okay so, yeah that's cool uh, oh, that's right but yeah it, it's just the adventures of these high school kids and then some kids who are going they're doing that transition from junior high into high school so uh you know it, it's very like a, a very nostalgic uh movie and it's just fun like i i still enjoy it it's one of those that it's a perfect background movie gotcha okay. i want to watch this now so uh, yeah. this, is, this is a must well so. i don't even know if i've seen it now that he says it <laughs> i think Wait maybe i went home i think oh, really? i uh i did the mc thing and then they were like starting the movie and i was in the car on the way hey, home see ya so i don't know sometimes that happened uh all right good choice panda yeah. is this yeah. one streaming it's anywhere choice. it is streaming on hulu so if you have a hey. uh, subscription with hulu you can watch it there otherwise you got to rent or buy it okay all right nice enough. and easy all right, friends. Well, listen, that is your show for your Thursday. Thanks for checking it out with us. We're talking about such timely, timely hits as <laughs> Ghostbusters Afterlife and Temple Indiana of Doom. Jones. <laughs> <laughs> There's still not a lot. No, all, you There's still news, not a lot to talk fires about. Fires and people dying. Like That's how the do, only thing how going do you talk, on. How do you talk about that? Another wrong way driver. Yeah, I know, right? How do you talk about, uh, you know, I mean, it's just... It, Bear with us. Yeah, we're, okay. we're trying to take you out of your suck. Stuff's going to happen. It'll happen. Until then, listen, we'll see you uh, We'll see you next Monday for another episode, all right? There you Have go. Have a great weekend. We'll see you then. Bye.